Today's episode is brought to you by Wells Financial Legacy. Have you recently been denied credit? Do you know your credit score? And if so, is it above 750? If not, don't worry. Give Wells Financial Legacy a call at 1-800-339-8034 and set up a free confidential consultation with a specialist. And now, on to today's show. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. Feeling like money today, y'all. And Dr. Eric Douglas, Dougie Fresh Thomas. Yeah, I, I want to feel, I want to know what love is. I want to <laughs> feel, I want to feel what Carl feel. He smell like money. Carl over feel there like, like Floyd Mayweather. Oh, what's going on? I can't tell if, if it's my new diet. I've been eating some fruits and some nuts and grains or, or the fact that my wife and kids are in sunny Barbados right now and I'm at the crib on the solo, Ooh. being able to walk around oh. how I want to, when oh. I want to, and do oh. whatever I want to. I'm not oh. sure. Fair or foul, if only <laughs> for <laughs> one night. You know what I'm saying? If only for one night, girl, if I can get that. Fair or foul. running around the crib on the tell. solo. Yeah, I, can't I, I, tell, I promise man. you, I love my kids, but man, what a what a what a one night would do just to oh, solitude. Man. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm you get a couple, right? I'm, I'm talking about they gone for the week. I'll hook up with wow. them next week, but they're gone for the whole week. Yeah, you might well just grow out your beard, let the grays <laughs> grow in. By the way, I'm tripping. So I've been growing my beard out. Yo, I got gray hair. I'm like, yo, Ooh. I didn't even know I had. Ooh. I had like two of them. And Candace was like, baby, you got some grays in your beard. I was like, stop playing. So I went over to the mirror, and sure enough, I had two Beijing. gray hair on the side. And then I was like, Beijing. let me pull these out. I pulled them out, and then the next day I woke up and had one on the other side. I'm like, oh my god. Get goodness. that Atlanta Beijing. <laughs> oh, I'm, let me tell you something. I'm, I almost grabbed a permanent marker on the spot, bro. Fair I just file. got busy. Like, Fair what file. in the depth? I need a Sharpie quick. I'm like, yo, I ain't even 40 yet. How do I got the grades <laughs> problem? Because you got two <laughs> so, kids, it don't matter. And you working oh, let with Kel. Kel might have gave you the two, oh, then yeah, you got Bud, yeah, no, oh, no then you got Jerks. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, <laughs> Trey, got... Trey's stressing me out. Because Trey, it's funny, he's at that age where he's like grown enough to talk regular, but still like a, a, a toddler in certain ways. This dude was going to tell me the other day, Daddy, I, go, got, I got to go to the bathroom. I said, bet, here I come. He's like, I don't need you to come with me, Daddy. I'm, I'm a big boy. I was like, oh, okay, cool. About two minutes later, I hear him say, Daddy, come wipe my butt. I'm like... Wait a minute. He just said, you know what I'm saying? Fair my man five. just said I'm grown. Fair five, wipe hey. my butt. Fair oh, five. I'm talking about all day. My man, I come in there, my man uh, on all fours, bent over, like, daddy, go to get that. I'm like, bro, I just thought you said you was grown. So, uh, yeah, and by the way, what age does that, Carl, George's hey. a little older than Trey. What? So I, what we are experiencing now, my wife and I, we don't know when the time is right, but we figured at some point he got to be doing it on his own. So we started, and that's been a terrible process. Terrible, because we... I'll be real with you. I thought about trying to have him do it on his own, but then I figured a cleanup for that was going to... You know, know what I'm saying? At least it. it's isolated. It's <laughs> isolated when he called me. You know what I'm saying? I have a feeling if I let him do it himself, I'll be in there for I'm some hours. hours. To, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, yeah, uh, I'm just uh, I'm counting my blessings, man. E, when does that stop? At what age? 
I don't know. It's been so long, man. I might still be 21. I might still be wiping butt. I don't know. He still got Jay sometimes. You know what I'm saying? You know what's so funny too? What's so funny is it really does depend. You know, we both have a boy and a girl, and uh, while Jay was pretty independent, he wasn't as independent as his sister. I don't remember ever having to do a whole lot for Jada. But I do remember, you know what I'm saying, a couple of times having to do something for Jalen. But Jada was definitely, you know what I'm saying, like, I got this. I'm on my own. So even in college, you know, some of the things I had to walk Jalen through, um, you know, because he was like, all right, what about this? What about that? Jada's just got like a different kind of totally independent spirit and doesn't want your help. So you really have to fight. Matter of fact, it's so funny. She had an opportunity to speak yesterday and her mom was like, you can't tell mm -hmm. her I told you. But uh, she's going to be speaking to a, a group of freshmen on campus. And uh -oh. um, I was uh -oh. like, you can't tell me. The, the, the beginning. Was, yeah. Uh -oh. like, well, I'm telling you, I knew from a young age that Jada was, I mean, she got a gift to present that's out of this world. She's just a natural. And um, Didi said, she told me not to tell you and she don't, because she don't want you to come. And I was like, she don't want me to come. And Didi was like, no, she don't want you to come. And I'm thinking, what? That don't even make sense. But I guess, you know what I'm saying? Your father's a, you know, a, a, a presenter. So that could, you could like me like a little nerve wracking. But she did tell us how it went yesterday, and she felt like she did a phenomenal job. They were only, like, I think seniors in college. I mean, high school, maybe not even on their way to college. They might have been going into their senior year. So, um, yeah, she said she had uh, – she did. She thought she did a phenomenal job. Of course, anytime you're, you're a public speaker, you always wish you could have said this or said that. But for the most part, she, uh, she said she had a phenomenal experience. So, yeah, looking forward to what that's, uh, that's going to bring. Man, I, it's so funny. I can't even see Jada getting up in front of a group talking. It seemed weird. Jada just started speaking to me about <laughs> six months ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, it's look, weird. I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to be in my room chilling. Yeah, no, de she's definitely not a flamingo. She's definitely not a people person. But I think, you know, to be able to, that might be gorilla. Like, she want to tell people what to do, though. You know what I'm saying? She does want to tell them what to do and what not to do, you know? So it, she, she, it's different when she gets on that camera. I mean, when she gets, um, even the camera, Carl, you remember when you did her graduation? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She lit she up, chilling. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, she lit yeah, up. Yeah, she got it, yeah. That's real. Yeah, man, so shout out to Jada um, and, and her public speaking. She's up next, so yeah, appreciate Career. Yeah, you know, Can we call it a career? No doubt. Can we call hey, it a career? If she start making Is it too early? Um, you know, anytime I have a situation in my household, I like to bring it to the council. And by the council, I mean the two of you, of course, Josh. Um, I had a, 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 a situation the other day. So, E, I want to thank you for this, for bringing extra drama into my life. Um, Praise God. So, Praise God. No, for real. I want to thank you for this. So, E had, like, for those of you who don't know, my wife, Candace was actually met E before I did and was speaking with E before I was. A lot of people don't know that, little known fact. Um, but Candace was actually with E at the Advantage and speaking and doing her thing a long time ago. And so, of course, Candace kind of went the corporate route and then I hooked up with E and me and E and Carl. We've been running ever since and Candace has been kind of in that corporate bubble for a while. But every once in a while, when she comes on the road, E would just call on her randomly to come speak. And she hates it because my wife is like one of those over-prepared, needs 10 days worth of <laughs> notes and a journal, you know, to know exactly what she's going to say. 
But E called her up one time in Houston, I think, at the spiritual event, mm-hmm. and you know had her pray yeah. a couple of times and speak. She and, yeah, and she did a phenomenal job, right? And so then a couple of days later, of course, we were back in Michigan, and we were at church, and E called her up and had her do like a little mini sermon at church and the whole nine. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So she did a great job. I didn't think anything of it. And then, uh, so E, I want to thank you for this. The other day, she goes, so what did you think about you know me speaking last week? And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, like, what did you think? I was like, babe, I told you. I thought you did a great job. She was like, no, 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 no. I want you to coach me like you coach your game changers, like you coach your clients. <laughs> like, what do I need to work on? It's a setup. <laughs> um, of course, I just told her, how do you improve on perfection, dear? You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't, ain't nowhere to no go. Job. Hey, you, you no at the job. penthouse. But... <laughs> How? And, but she, so she's like, babe, stop. I know there's some things I got to work on. So she legit is mad at me now because I won't coach her as a speaker because she mm. now she's saying, well, that's what you do for a living. You coach people on how to speak and Absolutely. build their brands and that Absolutely. Why don't you want to coach me? Um, I need some help, guys. What do I do about this situation? Because she brought it up Run again last hills, night. Forrest. And I'm like, look, I'm stuck, boy. I'm not... Be- I'm not getting ready to give you any negative feedback regardless. So you might as well not what even come What you do is you charge her. You charge oh, her a yeah. phenomenal fee. You charge her a fee. And then you put her through what you put me through. And then we got another top speaker in the world. And we can dominate the industry. See, here goes my problem. My wife, she won't get mad at you. Like, she, she actually is available for negative feedback. She ain't tripping on it but it just beats her spirit down. You know what I'm saying? Cause, so like, she could do a phenomenal two hour speech and I'd be like, boy, it was that one part where you probably could have, you know, did this and did that. She will dwell on that one little piece for the next six weeks and just be like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't get it right. So I'm like, oh, I'm no not question going that. That's what the greats do. I'm not going Yeah, that that's route. what the greats do. Yep, so. Oh, see, here's the problem. You're being selfish. And you're worried about your own oh, absolutely. Uh, atmosphere at the home. Oh. <laughs> you're worried about your own atmosphere. I'm well aware of that. You're not worried I'm about well the world. You're not worried about the world at home, at, at large. No, no, sir. And we need you to get your priorities no, straight. No, sir. I'm trying to keep everything <laughs> closer at the crib. I'm not concerned. So I was like, boo, I have never heard such a message in my life. And, and, and I work with E every day. And I never heard a message. Right. You know what I'm saying? I never heard such a message. And I never heard a message. So, um, yeah, Carl, you got any advice for me? Oh, I'm telling you, run for the hills. You got to live with her. I'm not. From which I'm coming not, for your yeah, help. Run for the hills, bro. Yeah, that's a whole. It's cute to sound like that. But, yeah, y'all get into one or two of them conversations. And people can't see themselves the way you see them. Never. Like, it ain't possible. So there, there may come a point where she thought something was fire and you just like, it was terrible. And I could just see that going real rough because your wife is a gorilla too. Now you're just a stronger gorilla, but she got some strong gorilla in there too. So I could see that getting ugly. I'm, I'm talking about run for the hills. Yeah, the no WWE. Parts to that. No, no parts to that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I might have to tell her before the marriage conference in Miami, see we get a little counseling when we get down there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> if I tell her today, hopefully we can get it fixed. Oh. Shout out to Willie Mo Jr. Uh, who who are gonna be dropping nuggets at the marriage conference? I might need them, yes, bro. Yes, sir. So, um, but yeah, no, man, I appreciate that. But uh, I'll keep y'all posted. But I'm just gonna keep bobbing and weaving and uh, trying to duck and dodge The thriller in Manila. I, I want to see. I it. can't even do it. I'm not even gonna hold you up. Um, <laughs> hey, just tell her you booked out right now. Like you got just too I many do, clients. Yeah, You'll well, see what well, you can get her in. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how that one's gonna come across either. But she was literally like, "Yo, I'm not playing. Like this is what you do. Why wouldn't you help me? I would help mm. you." If, I was like, "Wow." 
So yeah, no, mm. I'm, I'm straight, bro. I'm about to retire all together. So shout out to everybody who needed my services. It's no longer, I'm about to move a whole different career. You know what I'm saying? So uh, real quick, guys. So uh, what I wanted to talk about today, um, and E and I briefly talked about it yesterday, man, and, and it's getting to that next level. And I feel like um, a lot of people have been hitting me lately just on that, yo, like, how did y'all get from good to great, if you will? And at some point, I do want to do, you know, the 10,000 hours and talk about that. But that's not what this particular podcast is about or this particular episode. I wanted to make sure that we hit on going from good to great. And I remember that was actually, shout out to Jim Collins. He made us read that book, Carl, mm-hmm. if you remember, way back when we were at yep. uh, Michigan State. But there are some strategic things that we did to get to the next level, guys. And for those of you out there who are struggling to get to that next level, um, you may be like us. In, in a sense, and what I mean by that is back in the day, I always said we were like an and one team. If anybody's ever seen like the and one street ball, right? Like those guys, they play out at Rucker Park. They're throwing it off the backboard. They're dunking like crazy. The crowd is oohing and on. But at the end of the day, it's still just street ball. And we didn't really go to that next level until we actually got in the NBA. Right. And by that, I mean, we had contracts, we had structure, we had agreements in place, we had drafts, we had all of these things that took us to that next level. And you and I were talking about it. And I was talking to um, a young lady, Mia, shout out to Mia. And she was talking about her speaking and, you know, her career and all of that. And I was saying, yo, right now you just street ball. You're going out, you're doing your mentoring programs or you're speaking and you're doing your thing. But like, it's time to start putting it in overdrive. Like, do you have a brochure? Do you have a manual? Do you have a textbook? Do you have a podcast? Like, how can you take your game to the next level? And E, what one of the things that you and I always talked about is we used to feel like people were hating on us, right? Like, we used to feel like, for real, at the university, like, they were just beating us down. Like, they didn't want to give us any grants. We couldn't get any money. We couldn't get anything. But it was because we were playing street ball, and you cannot get paid the big bucks playing street ball. You have to go to that next level. So, Carl, do you remember when we start implementing data, right? Like, believe it or not, we weren't even signing people into the advantage. We didn't even know we had to sign people in. We didn't know that we needed to track which students came in and which how long they stayed and what their GPA was and what the impact our program was having. We didn't understand any of that. And so today, E, I want you to talk to the people listening who are struggling to get to that next level who may be very good and maybe even put in the 10,000 hours, but they've yet to up their game and go to that next level. And I want you to kind of talk about it from your perspective of you was playing super street ball before you met me and Carl, and then probably still a little street ball, but when we finally made that transition, and even for you, E, uh, with your PhD and your presentation, you kind of talked about it in, I don't know if it was in your sermon or somewhere you spoke about recently, you know, just in terms of even going to another level as a presenter in your vocabulary and your theory and your research. So talk to those people who may be stuck saying, man, I put in the 10,000 hours, everybody says I'm sweet, right? You getting that great feedback, everybody like, oh, that was great, I loved it but you haven't taken your, your, your game to that NBA level. Yeah, you know, and I want you guys to uh, listen to, you know, what we're about to say in the spirit. Like, don't necessarily get caught up in, okay, these are the eight things that, you know, they did, and I'm going to do these eight things. I really want you to listen to this in the spirit because it, be, it may be some things that we're doing that you don't need to mm-hmm. do, or it might be, but I really want you to think about I want, I want you to think about the concept. Conceptually, what are we saying? And then more importantly, how are you going to apply this to, um, you know, to what you're doing? But number one, I think what I had to do is I had to put myself in a system. 
you know, and, and I'm just being real. Some birds aren't meant to be caged, you know, but to an extent, I had to cage myself. And when I look at the difference between, um, you know, who I was prior to connecting with C uh, and Carl and who I was with, you know, and, and, you know, back in the day when we was playing street ball, one of the things I recognize, guys, is I selected people who I, I figure would, like, let's say, I don't even want to say compliment me, Carl. That may not be a good word. I chose people who were like me, you know, and the reason why I chose people who were like me because I'm just being real. See, it was, um, it, 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 I don't want to use the word drama. That's a strong word to use. Let me use this word now because I see things a little different, but we call it sandpaper people, you know, and one of the things that we dislike about sandpaper people is that it, that it is rough. Like sandpaper is rough, see, but when you put that sandpaper on that object, let's say it's wood or whatever, it really makes it smoother, you know, and, and I think what I did wrong in the beginning when I first found out I had a gift and I was moving forward, let's just say in Chris' assessment, I'm a flamingo. I chose flamingos, see, because it was, le- I'm just being real, see, it was less resistance. Right, right. You know, it was less critique. It was less, for real, when you're a different animal, you see things differently. And so for me, it was just like, yo, you know, I, I like the fact that flamingos think like I think. they spontaneous. So when you spontaneous and you're working with other spontaneous people, they're not going to slow you down. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to hear a lot of no's. I heard, uh, bruh, I probably never heard no. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. In my earlier years with my dudes, I probably never heard the word no. But when I got with C and Carl, it'd be like no. Or Carl might have been like, do it over and do it over. And while I did better each time I did it over, I'm just going to be real. I'm not going to tell you that I wanted to do it over. So I really want you guys to hear what I'm saying is that in my earlier years, I selected people who had the same personality as I had. And I guess, see... I thought that I could get to the next level by surrounding myself with myself. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I did. But what I realized was like, yo, E, you don't need another E.T. Like, you got that down pack. Like, you don't need another flamingo. You don't need another spontaneous, unorganized, you know, um, uh, overly energetic, enthusiastic, you know, um, um, a lover of people. You know, like, you don't need another one of those. You need a gorilla in your life. You need a, you need a chameleon in your life. You need a turtle in your life. You know, so I think that's the first thing I had to do was I had to, and it, let, let me tell you something, see, it's hard. I had to voluntarily put myself in a cage. You feel me? Because one thing you know about a flamingo, bro, we don't like to be caged and we don't like nobody controlling us. And I had to literally like go in the cage on my own and say, yo, E, you, you like Michael Jordan when he was putting up 60 something, winning dunk contests, you know, posterizing folks, but he wasn't necessarily winning championships. Just you know, so the, I put myself the in a though, system. About a gorilla that's controlling them. I just, I, I didn't uh, know if that was not, a shot. We're not you naming people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not naming oh, people. Oh, just animals. We, we, okay. No, 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 no. I want to speak to that. Yeah, I want to speak to that really quick because I think that's a, a critical component because I think we do, even in our, I think, because in our social circles, I think that works, right? Like, you want to be around people like yep. yourself, right? In your mm-hmm. social circles, it Absolutely. makes sense, right? You, Absolutely. You go out, hang out. You guys go to the park. You go to the zoo. You got another family. They got two young kids. The dad work. You know, you want to hang around people who are similar to you. Why? Because you end up talking about the same things. You end up affirming each other about the same things. But what you're saying is, as it related to business, that wasn't necessarily the healthiest 
way and the most conducive way for you getting to the next level is to surround people, you know, yourself with people who are exactly like you. And I think even for myself, me and you were a lot alike on on the face, right? Like initially, yes. yeah. right? Because like people don't know, I love it, th- that I was speaking years before I met E. I stopped speaking because I realized that he and I were too similar, right? <laughs> and so I think, E, what you're saying is professionally, especially as an entrepreneur or anything else, that's when you kind of need to try to find people other than yourself. Because I think in a social setting, it's fine, right? Like you would hang around Jamie, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if you and Jamie started a company together, if that would necessarily oh, be the bro, most. I promise you. know what you. I mean? It'd be, I a lot of, it'd be a lot of eating going on, oh, a lot bro. of ministry. But I don't know if anybody oh, would necessarily bro. have a contract in place. I don't know if we make no money. <laughs> Y'all will eat but, real good. But people would be happy. The, the clients might be fulfilled. But yeah, we definitely would not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I just definitely. wanted to make the so, distinction because so, you know you got people out there who take stuff literal and they absolutely. might be like, oh, are you telling absolutely. me I can't hang around my cousin because we are a lot alike? Absolutely not. We're talking about for business purposes or even getting to the next level, you know, in life, E, because I'm thinking about some other areas in which you may need somebody who, you know, can be that sandpaper for you. So I just wanted to make that distinction before you went on. Oh, absolutely. And so, so I'd say number two, guys, I think what happened was when I put myself in a cage and by putting myself in a cage, I'm really referring see, to my gift or my professional preference. So I want people to be clear on that. I'm not saying, you know, that as a human, I put myself in a cage, but I'm saying as, as, as my gift, I voluntarily said, OK, E, what you've decided to do professionally, you need to put yourself in a cage. You, you, you need to. You, you need to put yourself in a system, in a structure. And, and so what happened from that, see, is one of the things that came to light is that there were some aspects of my profession that was helter-skelter, right? That was disorderly, that was not organized, that needed to be. There's some things that don't need to be. So when you're talking about, you know, I love the fact that somebody can say to me in three minutes, yo, E, I need you to speak on boom, boom, boom. I get on stage and kill it. I, you know, uh, I have a mic, I don't have a mic. You know, I have a projector and a screen. I don't have it. I have handouts. I don't. Sometimes in life, see, like you as prepared as you want to be, stuff happens. So that part of I'm, I'm not limited when it's showtime. But there was some parts, see, that was just held to scale. There was disorganized. There was Give all over the place. Give us an example of so the held to though. So, 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 for instance, uh, let's just talk about, you know, uh, see an actual engagement. You know, and I might go to the engagement. And I'm talking about I'm on fire. I'm I'm a phenomenal message. But I don't think we had a system in the beginning before I met you guys where we talked to the organizer, where we where we had an interview process right, before to right, find out right, what they wanted. Right. You know, we didn't have an assessment afterwards to see based on what they asked for. Did we deliver on that? You know, we didn't have a follow up program to say, hey, we did this for you. Is there anything else the company can do for you? You know, we didn't have a system where it was like, hey, thank you for allowing us to do work in your company. Are there four or five other principles that, you know, that could use the same? I'm going to be real. When we started, I don't even know we had a contract. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Until the show came, we didn't have a contract. Somebody will call us from New Jersey and be like, yo, we got eight schools we need y'all to do. We pay y'all $500. We like bet. We on the road, like, Let's go. and I want y'all to hear yeah. this because don't get discouraged because this is where you have to start, right? Like nobody starts with the system laid out. And I think that paralyzes a lot of people from getting started because they go, oh, I don't have anything in place. You have to get started and then and then the system kind of will come with you. But literally when we started together, we were traveling states away 
with no contract. We could have got there and probably uh-huh. did get there a couple times. And they was like, look, we ain't got the money right now. We'll pay y'all later. And we had absolutely no recourse absolutely. to go about getting no our No system money. in place. And taking yeah. students. To collect the money. And taking students. Oh, it's right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it wasn't just us. We taking students, yeah. for four or five, six students with us and still don't have no system. Losing yeah, money. Wow. Losing money. So, yeah. I just, yeah. yep, absolutely. Either helter skelter for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so. So I just want to be cautious. See that. So if you're listening, you may be the person that has the system. But when you but what you need to do is get out of the cage. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you might right, be a person right, right, that's right, so right, systemed. Right. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That you missing a lot of opportunities because it's like if it ain't, you know, linear, if it ain't one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, ABC, like then you can't operate. And, and there there's some aspects uh, see of uh, business that need to be organic. You know what I'm saying? There, there are some aspects that cannot be, what's the word I'm looking for, see? Like, you can't put in a lab and create. There's some things that just happen, you know, spontaneously. There are just some things, that, again, that happen organically. So we don't know who you are as a company, you know, so we're not saying that you may not be held to skelter, but you might need to be, you know, because sometimes, when, even when you're looking at basketball, see, coach could put together a phenomenal plan against um, another team and you come out and somebody get injured, bruh, or somebody see how many times have we seen a good team executing the coach's plan and then somebody getting early tr- uh, foul trouble. Yo, bruh, you, you, you got to abandon right, that, bruh. Right. Your number one player on the bench right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my man and twist his ankle. It's like what you stop playing because you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's for all we're, my we're A-type telling people, you, my super A-type people who you yep. only sweet if everything going your way. But as soon as the little rain comes, Ooh, and me and, and, and I had to adjust to yeah, that. See, yeah. let me get in there. I had to adjust yeah. because for real. Do you know how much easier my life would be if he told me the slides that he was going to use a week in advance? Oh, yeah. And if he wanted to play this <laughs> audio clip. I'm not trying to be funny, y'all, but we was in Philly and he was about to go up right after Jersey. He texts me like, yo, can you find that clip from, from TJ with Trey running? I want to yeah. use that. I'm talking about there. Like, we at the event, the slides is live and he's sending me stuff to put up. Oh, and Mike but said during the middle of his speech. Carl, can you find that? No we used it asked. like three years ago no in Egypt, Carl. Can you find that slide? Yeah. Yo, that's real. So, <laughs> but what I had to adjust, I had to make the adjustment, see, because I, I, I saw it. Like I saw when he got into a room and I would see he just kind of go off to a corner and feel the room out talk to a couple of people and know what's going on. And he was scrapped the whole slides. Like, I promise y'all, like the structure in me was, man, I got these slides and I'm telling y'all, so I'm trying to put my heart into oh, them. Oh, they were so y'all sweet. Y'all saw TGIM. I'm telling you, I'm putting TGIM <laughs> editing into the slides. So I have, listen to she what I'm saying. Oh, so sweet. Hey, listen to what I'm saying. I am putting like transition, my transition is a part of the slide. Don't, don't, don't think that I'm just putting a transition right, right. to make it sweet. Yeah. Like my transition is telling the story. Like I thought that all the way through. I promise you we get up there and he did slide three and number 16 and never looked at the, the not rest. that one not that one not that, not that one. one not that one okay that one right there <laughs> but but the adjustment that i made was like yo do you see what's happening at these events do you see people walking out of here changing their lives tearing up sending this email saying how that one piece that he said so i'm like carl you could be as structured with the slides as you want but you might have to get up there and go through them in order and i don't know if it's gonna have the same impact if y'all give me the microphone so that's just real man you got to adjust with whatever is happening yep all right, he continue. Yeah, wow. Wow, no, I'm just thinking, see, that's like unbelievable. Um, hey, real, real deep, quick, man. he holds your thoughts. Yeah, see, to the it. point where we come in filming this morning, and he's like, yo, I'm going to pause here to give you a spot to cut. Now, he's making the adjustments for our side now. I oh, was he just definitely had to make morning. the adjustment for Ken. 
<laughs> he was calling Ken at like 3 in the morning, like, meet me at the lab right now. I'm ready. Ken uh-huh. was like, what in the world? Back when I was at the Lyric Center, I had to be to work till 9.15. <laughs> right, and so to Carl's point on that one, what happened was the system then created needed structure. You know what I'm saying? So, and when I say needed structure, it's crazy because CJ never said he's this, and Carl never said that. He was this. But immediately when we said, here's a system, we automatically knew who needed to be the guard, who needed to be the one, who needed to be the two, who needed to be three. It was the craziest thing. It's just like, see, when you play an and one ball, it's like, yo, everybody just out there kind of doing their thing. And that's not a bad thing, you know, because you're exploring, you kind of whatever. But once we said like, yo, this is the league now, we, we are professional players, C had to take a role. You know, before we was all kind of just chilling and we was all kind of doing everything. C had to just like literally, C had to be like, all right, I got bad cop. I'm bad cop. All right, he got good cop. All right, Carl's back at the dispatch. You know what I'm saying? Like Carl ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Carl ain't even out on the, on the street level. Carl the dispatch. You know what I'm saying? Carl calling it in like, hey, y'all, hey, y'all need to be X, Y, Z doing X, Y, Z at this time. And then we'll call Carl in like, all right, Carl, we out here just meet. Yeah, oh, no questions asked. We out here doing whatever. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm being real, though. I need y'all to see it. Once, late, once we got professional, yeah. Yeah, yeah, once we got professional, it created structure for us. And it was like, all right, this C job now. If we're going to get this done in 2010, C, you're going to have to do this. If we're going to E, you got to do this. E, and here's the thing. It wasn't that no one else could do anything else. C star saying, you know, the brain. Um, the, the hands, the mouth, and it wasn't that, you know, you couldn't do anything else, but C was like, yo, as it relates to the mind and the brain, look, anything go wrong, I'm totally responsible for it. It got to a point where C was like, I'm not speaking no more. That's E thing now, because we knew where we were trying to go. The system actually created for us some very tangible, you know, um, some milestones, some tasks, some very, some very, you know, tangible things. And so Carl was like, okay, we can't edit. You know, we don't think like that. And so number two, see, I think, again, what's important is that once you get that system, don't be afraid to put yourself in the system. Or if you're in a system, don't be afraid to allow that system to do what? It's work to create structure. Like you can't control everything. There are some things that the system itself, see, Will control. So if you're A-type, you need to, to allow the system to be more flexible. If you're, if, you're, if you're not, then you need to allow yourself to be in the system. So it sounds like you're saying to find a healthy balance. And I think that's the, been the hardest part for me because while I'm not quite as loose as E in terms of like, you know, the free spirit, I do still have, um, you know, the, the team. That's the, the number one thing they're working with me on now is they want me to have all these calendars and all these reminders and all this structure. And I'm saying like, yo, I feel y'all, but don't give me too much structure because personally, I lose creativity when it's too structured. Like, I don't want to look and see, you got to do this, 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 this every second of my day because it doesn't allow me to be as creative. But I do understand, E, like you said, the need to create a system so that I'm still effective um, in, in certain parts of the company. So I think finding that balance is tough, but I know if E can find that balance, anybody can find it. Because, I mean, literally, E yeah, has always been the most spontaneous person I've ever met in my life. Oh, of course. Oh, that's so, real. And so for him they to killing me, PD. Uh, let me tell you something. That's e, real. When, e, when I saw E with a little Google calendar, I was like, oh, Lord. Have me. Now, he still <laughs> might blow that calendar out. 
but but he has one. So no, I feel you. So so find the balance. I got it. Ego. What's number two? Or are we on number three? Sorry. So yeah. So we're on number three now. So what 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 man? While I look in, I'm a bird that hate to be caged. Number number three. What happened? See, was it created meaning, right? And we were start we were able to start defining stuff, and then at that point, see, you know, things just it, it just brought a lot of clarity. So let me give you guys an example, and I kind of talked about it for a, a little bit, but. When C became president, because before we weren't really rolling, running with titles, like we don't really do that. But when C became president, that automatically made me CEO and founder just because of the nature of, you know, I had been doing it 12 years before them. And so stuff that I would never do, like they'll tell you, I would never go and meet with other CEOs of companies. Like I was not about networking, you know, and about, um, um, you know, trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Carl? Like, like trying to gather, you know, support for the and company. And now y'all on the first name basis to, with Bill and Dan and WB. Yeah, that, 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 you know what I'm saying, Carl? Yeah, that's it. Now yeah, he's just I, Dan, I, Bill, I just and went, WB. <laughs> Yeah, I'm being real, and y'all remember me in the beginning, it's like, I would only be with you guys. I would only travel with you guys. But I looked up CEO one day, and one of the things it said about a CEO is that my job was to literally go out and find human resources for the company. Like, my job was to find physical resources for the company. So, so, so this system actually created, like, meaning for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, meaning that I didn't have before. As C talked about speaking, I was like, yo, I just can't speak. Now... Carl, with, with this videography, we've got to create, thanks to Bob Proctor talking to me, it was like, yo, E, now you got to create uh, a university. Like, you guys got to create, people will hear me speak like, yo, I'm way past that. I'm a creator of content now. I don't know if y'all noticed, but I got to a point where I was like, yo, I got to die one day. So I'm going to be very transparent because this stuff is going to outlast us, see, and the last thing I want is for somebody to get a message that I watered down because I was worried about what somebody was going to think about what I was going to say. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it gave me meaning. I started meeting the Bob Proctor of the world. I started sitting down with Bob Proctor, uh, another what? Um, uh, a thought leader. I, I got a call from Les Brown. I, y'all remember that? Oh, I flew yeah. like immediately down there when my man called me. Les Brown was like, I'm where you at, Orlando? I'm on my way down. Jared Robbins, Tony Robbins' son, he came, he came here and met us for hours. So so it gave me meaning. See, it was like, yo, you just can't be speaking no more. Like now you are a thought leader, E. You have people out there who are listening to your words and utilizing the principles to take their marriage, their personal life, their health, whatever, to the next level. So you gotta be very, um, you gotta be very cautious about what you say, moves you make, how you do what you do. And then like I said, see, start uh, to network with people who can open up doors for us, people who could bless us with fiscal resources, you know, et cetera. So even with Josh, like, you know what I'm saying? When I met Josh, turned Josh on you guys, you know, I had made a terrible, like I wasn't really doing that well in the beginning, but I started realizing like, yo, E, you can't play with this. Recruitment is a part of what you do. Why? Because you're on the road so much and you're meeting people is that you got to do a better job with this recruitment thing. So number three, C, for me, I think it adds meaning and then when that meaning and, and, and we were able to define things, it brought a clarity that we didn't work with before when we were kind of held to skelter. Now we have a little bit more clarity. And with that clarity, we're able to execute a little bit better than we were when we were all over the mm. place. Love it. Yep. Got you. 100 percent.
All right, nobody want to add to that? Oh, no, no, I'm impressed. Right, I'm okay. You teaching, bro. I'm sitting think here I've taking notes. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So then number four, this is, I, th- I think this is, what, this is what it did for me. I can't speak for you guys, but I can honestly say we had a clear destination, okay? Now, now we always had direction. Don't get it twisted. We always had direction. Carl and I knew, thank God it's Monday. We didn't know where we wanted to take thank God it's Monday. Like, we didn't know that that was something that we wanted to eventually put. Listen to me, guys. When it got to corporate, understand, that was intentional and deliberate. When it got to the school system, that was intentional and deliberate. Now, we, we couldn't guarantee that it would do it, but don't think corporate started listening to it by osmosis. Like, there were some things that we strategically changed, right? Carl went back to school and got a degree. There were some things C started doing with the mixtape. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so hear what I'm saying. Clearer, we had a clearer destination. We knew exactly where we were going. Don't get it twisted. We always had a direction. We always got up in the morning like, hey, y'all, we need to do this. We need to do that. But we didn't have a destination. We didn't know where we, we didn't know exactly where we were going. We just like go west. OK, now go southwest. All right. All right. All right. Now go east. Right. But when we got this system, we had a clear destination, what we wanted to do. And now what you'll hear C do at the beginning of the year, some, sometimes fourth quarter and then first quarter, what C will do either with the mixtape or in meetings, he will give us what he calls the state of the union. And that state of the union is, hey, guys, this is what we're doing this year. This is what we're focusing on this year. Everybody can do what they do in their separate departments, but everybody needs to be focused on getting this vehicle to this place. And last, I just want to say, and I think from this system, we had a clearer path. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like before, it was just down. Blue 53 on three, go, go. And you just run up the gut. <laughs> we just run up the right. gut. You know, but then I think when we got the system, it was like, all right, um, you know, we're going to do the wishbone, you know what I'm saying, the eye formation, you know, the shotgun, boy, the bootleg, <laughs> you know, the halfback. Back. And shout out, shout out to Coach <laughs> Hugh Jackson for Cleveland for using that term last year. I had to call C like, yo, Coach just said the halfback. I said, he, coach just, he not told the me he played halfback. Half I said, back. bro, halfback. Half you mean running back? He was like, no, halfback. I was like, what is half that halfback? Yeah. I'm like, that's some I didn't get to do as much as the running back. Uh, 40s terminology. I did half the work that the running back did. I got to do half the work the running okay, back so did. Okay, so with the clear with the clear vision, how do you get a clear vision? Because I think one of the things as an entrepreneur, right, when you start, you don't always know exactly what the vision is, right? Like, so it's not always yeah. clear. So how did the system help us to make it clear? I think the first thing it did was it helped us to realize who shouldn't be um, mm. cast in the vision. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the first thing. And I think I'm just being real. You know, I think sometimes John Maxwell said it best. If you're in a hole, the first thing you want to do is stop digging. So I think for me and Carl, I think we were like, it doesn't mean we can't contribute to the vision. But from this point forth, C needs to be the person that's casting the vision. You know what I'm saying? Because as the brain, that's a part of his his function. That's a part of his job. So we can have ideas and we share those ideas with C. But it just seems that C is more that is more is more of a natural gift for C to say, OK, what is it that we want to do? OK, we want to do TV. All right. What else we want to do? All right. We want to do radio. All right. Cool. This is how we need to be going about doing it. And C was the person that said to me and Carl, stop doing TGIM 365 days a year. Stop. I, what I want you to do is I want you to I want you to I want they, they need to miss it. 
You know, you got to give him some time to watch it, miss it like any other program. And then from there, Carl saw a vision when C said, stop it. Carl was like, okay, TV, I got that it. That was a pivotal, I'm talking about a pivotal moment in this company, like for real. And he glazing over it, y'all, but they beefed. Like they beefed. I'm talking about it was about a good hour, hour and a half of going back and, and forth. Carl was at dispatch. And Carl was at dispatch. Carl was at dispatch. But no, it was real. Cause, uh, and, and again, both of them had very legitimate points. He was like, yo, I'm not trying to be funny, but this is like church. Like you miss one week. You miss one week, and this is two weeks now you go without feeling this this pumped up feeling or, you know, getting direction, and who knows what that could turn into. A C was like, I got you, but if you give, you know, if you give something to people too much, not nah, get common. Mm -hmm. So now people taking it for granted. TJM going to be there. I ain't even got to watch it this week. And I'm telling you, the decision was made, and at that point, we like, all right, C, like, if that's what you want to do, and I'll be honest, me and E decided to do it not on, like, C right, like, all right, let's just prove this, this dude wrong. <laughs> let's just let him get it, and we're going to see that he's going to be wrong, and then we're going to come back and do what we was doing anyway. I promise y'all, the next season we started with probably double. The first episode probably had double of what we left off at, but then what E was saying was they put me in a position to realize, now, yo... They do, when they do a new show on TV, they do like 12 episodes, 16 episodes, or how many ever it is. So we just need to do seasons. And I promise y'all, changed everything we're doing. So different seasons now started emerging from TGIM. Well, and, the and one, now and, we could target and, and, corporate. And what I also, it within that was, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort. People might see it and be like, oh, it's just a quick little thing. Yeah. But I knew it would yeah. give us time, not only for them to miss it and the numbers to go up, it would free us up to, you know, start working on some other projects and things that we wanted to do. And so mm. uh, it was twofold. But uh, I, I am a little disappointed to know y'all was plotting on me behind my back. I thought y'all just. Oh, we trying to. I thought I talked y'all into it. And we was all on one accord about what we were going <laughs> to oh, do. No, you, <laughs> you gorilla'd us into it. Yeah, you gorilla'd us into it. We didn't. Hey, it wasn't mutual. Like we didn't sit down. You know, and, and, and come to that oh, conclusion okay. I mutually. Cool. No, no, no. By the time we got yeah. to it, I thought you was like, no, oh, okay. there was no buy in. Okay. There was absolutely no buy. Okay, I got you. Hey, it was. He said, I ain't gonna fight with this clown no more. We gonna just watch him fail, and then we'll go back to. What we were doing, yeah. and then I'm doing three a week. Boy. I'm doing Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But you know what's so crazy for those of you who are listening? What C did for us was a system, and you cannot listen to me. You cannot fight a system. So what happened was it C never said, "E, you can't do them every week." He never said you can't do two or three, and sometimes that's what you hear. When you, when you hear right. the system, yeah. sometimes you hear. But actually, what it did for us was. When we, when we weren't doing it, it gave me and Carl an opportunity to do it without rushing. So now we got two or three weeks, you know, before the next one comes out. I don't know, I remember exactly how many, uh, a month or two. I don't remember how much time, but it gave me really a time to do it without rushing. So now me and Carl doing three or four at but a time. But you know what, too? And not, only, I'm saying, and not only not rushing, see, but also gave us a time to plan the season. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. this season here is what we're going to do. Yeah. So it wasn't a, like, you just get a moment and something happened and we just get up and talk. So from week to week, it wasn't nothing. No, no, no. Now the seasons had a theme for it. I don't know. Um, the season with You Matter, I think, well, that might have been season six was when that kind of transition happened. And you will see it's like four. If you watch all them videos in sequence, it's one called You Matter. Then the other one was like, yo, because I told you you matter, now you're powerful. You're, and it, they literally built on each yeah. other. So I put the system, like created some stuff for us to do the, the direction like he was saying. Yeah, no, 100%. And if you guys remember, I think we started putting in throwbacks. And that was another thing that really yep. helped us out is yep. 
you know, we had been doing it for so long at that point, we'd take three, four weeks off and I would just go through and hand pick, cherry pick some of the best ones yeah. that I thought that I liked. And because we had a whole new audience that was growing with us who may have not started way back at the beginning and watched every single one, a lot of them were watching the throwbacks like they were new. And the throwback like were episodes no. were getting more views than they originally did the first time no. anyway. And so, yeah, yeah, because the numbers was growing no. too at the same time. You know, we get new um, Facebook followers, new Instagram followers, and a lot of stuff that we thought people had already seen. It was like, shoot, you had 10,000 new followers from season six to season eight, and, and they're just getting exposed to that right. message. Right. So the moral of the story is, uh, once again, I'm right. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> no, no hey, We had to learn the hard Long way. story short, no, but, no but seriously, here's, what, here's what I do. You know, we, we fought the system, but here's what I do like about the system is when you have a system, everybody doesn't necessarily have to have the best game of their life in order to still win. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. when we were playing and one, it was like if yeah. he didn't come with it, if I wasn't on my and Carl wasn't on his game, it was like we was gonna lose by twenty. Now the system allows for an injury where if I didn't go, yeah, like great. if I didn't show up to oh, DC, great. if I didn't show up to DC September second, I promise you it would still be phenomenal. It mm. would still be phenomenal because mm -hmm. it's a system. Whereas back when we were playing and one, if I didn't show up. You might as well cancel the conference. Cancel the game. You know what I mean? Cancel the so game. So speak to how the system also allows us to win in situations where everybody may not be on top of their game fully. You know, again, you just said it, see, because it's, it's not personality driven anymore. It's principle driven. Mm -hmm. You know, and if something is principle driven, you, just, you still have to put the right person, you, you know what I'm saying, in the position. You can't necessarily put you know, a defensive-minded person as your running back, you know, um, but if you can find somebody who understands clearly, Carl, what a running back is, and, it's, and, and the New England Patriots have shown us, right. okay, that this guy played lacrosse. So while it wasn't necessarily, he wasn't a, a, a wide out, th those, th those, the qualities are similar, Carl. You know, the can thought pattern is similar. You, yeah, yeah. 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 Can, you know, they're still running. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? You know it's how to run still, it's still, cut. Yeah, you know how to run. You know how to run in patterns. You still think like an offensive person. There's still a specific spot that you're trying to get to. You know, so, so, but if you're principle driven, it just means that you distribute it evenly now across. You know what I'm saying? It's not something like C said that one individual has to take the bulk. And I'll be honest with you, I believe that I do even a better job at stay ready. If I, you know, if I wasn't by myself, okay, still, I, I would try to probably do a good job. But it really gives me a chance as Inky is going, I can listen to the crowd, as Jeremy is going, as George is going, and I get to hear, okay, what did they miss? They said some phenomenal stuff. What did the people not get? And now I don't have to be all things to all people. I can now focus on that one area and really nail it. And the one thing I'm learning about the system, see, is that systems allow you to focus and like drive something home. So I said this before, uh, uh, not having a system is like hitting a tree a thousand times in a thousand different places. That's what it's like to not have a system. You are tearing that tree up, but what you might discover is that when you do it that way, you find a thousand marks. So we can see your impact all over the tree. But a system allows you to hit the tree a thousand times in the exact same spot. Mm. And so That's while good. we may not see all the markings, right, you may not have uh, one posterized a lot of people. You may not have a lot of highlight reels. You may not have scored a lot of points. 
You know what I'm saying? We may not see sweat all over you and you like you about to die. But what we will see is that tree falls when we hit it a thousand times in one spot. No marks nowhere else. But that mighty tree came down. And so what a system allows you to do is centralize. You centralize your power. Listen to me. You centralize your power. It's, it's more focused. And, and as a result, the impact is greater. You don't, you don't always see it. It's not always seen. And Ken said something that was so deep. I wish Ken was in here. We had our staff meeting this morning, CJ. And um, what's the uh, staff Ken meeting? Ken said as we were. <laughs> not for gorillas. Don't worry about it. What's it's, the not, staff it's not meeting? a meeting for gorillas. I'm not it's familiar not a meeting with the term gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a meeting for gorillas. But Ken said something so deep. To your point, Ken said one of the things that people have to be cautious of in this company is that this is a very popular company. And, and you do hear E's name, you know, and because of the podcast and other stuff, you're starting to hear C's name and Carl's name. He said, but you don't necessarily hear our name. You know, and he said, and you have to be cautious because what will happen sometimes is you'll do things for recognition. Like I, I built that website, that website mm-hmm. or, or I, I did that, did that video, video or, or I, I put together um, document like I did that. And Ken said, you got to be cautious of that because the I thing does not allow you, uh, I, the I thing doesn't work in systems, you know. And so Ken said, but what happens in this system, he was talking to some of the younger people. He said, but what happens is if we all do what we're supposed to do and we're not looking for credit for it, we will all get a ring. We will all wear the T-shirt. We will all be in the parade. We will all be on the stage. All of our names will go down as a part of winning this particular championship. So I think that's the shift. Ken said that? You're doing it without the system. Ken, yeah, Ken, <laughs> Ken said who? that. Yep. Ken said that. Uh, Ken Nelson. Ken Nelson. <laughs> Latoya's husband. Where, now, where is my when Ken is giving these impassioned speeches? Ken's just be looking at me <laughs> like, in meetings. Okay, I got in it. In meetings. <laughs> yeah, in meetings. Uh, I'm coming to the next staff meeting, by the way. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. I don't know if we're going to have any more now. <laughs> hey, I, I told you, he banned me hey. from the staff meetings. Like we had a few people hey, cry, I was just going... and then I was banned, and I ain't been back since. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? He looking out the, hey, he looking out the window hey, trying hey, to find see, you. Hey, with that being said, man, I hope Ken don't kill me. But he's not on the podcast, so he can't. But I just want all our listeners to know that Ken and his wife, went to the doctor's office yesterday Mm -hmm. and found out that they having a baby baby boy boy. shout out yeah shout out to ken he's gonna have to have a girl next because all of us have our boy first then our girl next so shout out to Latoya. congratulations congratulations hey you know what's so crazy she said to me yesterday i forgot the term that she used but she said something like when she went yesterday it was like um it wasn't the word hectic she used but she was like you know, it was um, it was overwhelming, and I said, "Ooh, get ready! <laughs> You've not seen <laughs> right before they even get here. <laughs> You're gonna need a oh. system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me yeah, send yeah. Trey up there yeah, for yeah, a couple of days. I'll show you overwhelming. Yeah, I'll show you overwhelming. <laughs> when you got yeah, to wipe his butt. Oh, oh man! Wait, hey, now that's overwhelming. Verify. Should he not have it just sitting up there like that for you? See, verify. He should find a just sit on the toilet no, and wait I'm for you. It would have been fair. That's my little man. But then you're gonna try to yell at me talking about I'm a big boy. But then in two seconds later, right. Dad, come wipe my butt. <laughs> Unbelievable. I told mm, Jay mm, it was funny. Mm. 
Not to get too far off topic, but I told Jay, uh, me and Jay went to the gym this morning, so he came to drop the babies with me off at school, and Trey had a, a, a challenging day yesterday at school. Let's just say that. He didn't necessarily want to sat down and shut up. Um, so we dropped the kids off, so I took Avery to her class. She needed some more diapers, all that kind of stuff. So Jay, Jay come and pick them up with me, but never like drop them off. And we dropped them off. Then I went over and got um, Trey straight, you know, talked to his teacher. Yeah, we're going to have a better day today. Jalen was just sitting there watching the whole thing. And of course, Jay just got back from Miami. He was at a bachelor party and, you know what I'm saying? Just not a care in the world. And I looked at him and I was just like, yo, time flies, bruh. I'm like, yo, I'm sitting up here talking about diapers and behavior with my son, with his teachers. And I'm looking at you like, man, I was just right there. Like I was just 21, 22 yeah, years yeah, old, like yeah. not a care in the world. Yeah. I wasn't married. I didn't have kids yeah. and life just seemed so, yeah. you know, uh, 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 abundant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it still does, but just in a yeah. different kind of way now. Like oh, I was on. sitting there and I was just where you were <laughs> with all the cares like, in the bro, world. I'm wiping butts now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this is <laughs> so crazy. Weird, right? Right? Yeah. It just, yeah. I look, and yeah. I don't I'm know for whatever reason, Jay was like, man, that's crazy. He like, you know, I'm waving the other parents dropping their kids off and it was just like yo how did i get here you know what i'm saying like i got gray hair lord have mercy stop the podcast <laughs> welcome to the club stop the podcast nobody's supposed to be here i can't take this no more i'm too old but no man life um yeah life just you know it, it's a funny way man you know i, I think uh i was it was funny we were in the sauna and uh, i was talking to jay and i was like jay you know we were, we were just continuing on the conversation from the daycare we were sitting in you know i was like yo I know why your dad is so hard on you. And he was just like, he was like, for real? And I was like, bro, I got a son. I was like, yo, you have to understand, mm. you are literally our most prized investment that we will ever have in the history of yes, life. Sir. I was like, yo, your dad loved me and was on my head, but not nearly to the extent that he's on oh. your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like a big brother to me. He's like, he is your father. You actually came from him. I was like, yo, I get it. I know it's tough on you, and he he rides you, and it's hard, and, you know, you, you feel like it's not fair, but I'm sitting here telling you, I have a son now. And just imagine, I said, Jay, imagine if you had everything you had in the world, and you put everything you have in the world up for grabs for, for a flower or something. I was like... How much would you take care of that flower if your whole future was riding on that flower? I said every single day you would water it, he would nurture it, you'd give it little seeds, you put it in the sun when it was supposed to be in the sun and the water when it's supposed to get the water. You'd do everything you can if you had everything invested. I said that's how your dad feels about you. He literally has invested everything into you and your sister and he'd be doggone if he don't get a return on that investment. And so sometimes he may be a little hard, but I was like, yo, I get it. I'm, I'm on Trey. He three. I'm in his classroom, like for real. We talking to the teachers about listening and making sure we straight because I'm just mm. trying to get him on the right track. And I told Jay that and he was like, no, nah, I see it. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, you see me drop Trey off? Like you don't, it's crazy because as a, as a kid, you don't get to see that. Like my you dad has always it. been yep. my dad. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He looked the yep. same, like he a little, probably a little balder, maybe a little few more pounds than he was when I was little, but he's always been that. But like I'm wiping oh, yeah. Trey's Absolutely. butt right now. So yeah. few, soon he'll be 21. And while I'll always still be the same dad, I'm gonna know what it's like to wipe his butt. And so I'm trying to show Jay through Trey, yo, this is how your dad still feels about you. He still remember having to wipe your butt. And so mm -hmm. the things that he's doing for you and the way he rides you is not because mm. he's trying to be hard on you. He just got so much invested into this thing, Boog. And I think he understood. Yeah, and, stuff, you know, we had a good conversation about it. That's good stuff. Yeah. That sounds like a book. So you need to jot that whole concept. 
So I, I just felt like, though, that was so heavy. That this was paused for, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, not commercial. Bre- yeah, commercial break. This episode break. is bro- yeah, yeah. I'm we have glad a you said that because we do have a sponsor. <laughs> we have a sponsor. We yeah. sure it do. just felt like the place that a sponsor Ooh, should go. Yeah, yeah no. we uh, yeah. Make sure, he, check on E for me, though, uh, Carl. Make sure he's not crying or nothing like that because I know. No, no. He, hey, he walked off to the corner a little bit and looked through the window. You, so but I might you know, have missed the you, tear. You, you, you know what? I want to just make one correction. I wonder, everything C said is correct, but I'm saying he so doesn't have a 22 year old. all correct. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. He doesn't have a 22 year old. But I must say this. Right, right. Oh, there you go. Let me, let me, let me, if I can add mm, to mm-hmm. what CJ said, um, for those young people who are listening, in actuality, is we, we don't just do it, we don't even do it to get a return on our investment. We do it so you could get the greatest return on your investment. You, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right, right. I don't do it because I want Jalen to, to buy me a yacht uh, or buy me a home. Yeah, I, I do it because I want Jalen to buy me. You know what I'm saying? And look, I'm not putting no voodoo out there on him or nothing like that. Knock on wood. I just don't want you to make the type of decisions that are forever. You know what I'm saying? You make some bad decisions and you got to live with that. You know, because I had to live without my father because of some of the decisions he made when he was a kid. Like, I had to go through that. I had to go through maybe not baby mama drama because my mother just decided to cut him off completely. You know, and so for me, it's like, yo, I don't want you to experience that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I put you in a position where you only have to experience that if you make that choice. Like, I raised you in a two-parent home where your mama is your mama and your daddy is your daddy and they've been married for 27 years. And you and your sister have the same mother and father. Like, I put you in a situation to make it easier for you to duplicate that, if you will. Like, I went to college, and not just did I go to college, I went to the college that you went to to open up the path to make it easier. So as parents, we don't necessarily want, you know, you to do anything for us, we just don't want you to make the type of decisions that will put you in a bind for the rest of your life. You know, that, that you could easily make at 21 because you're not thinking about your future. So I add to what CJ and said, say, look, I don't, I don't necessarily want a return on my investment. I want my investments, I want all of no, my investments to yield. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What they're supposed to yeah, yield. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. And, and here goes the thing. Your return on investment is tied to that. So you know what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah, absolutely. you want your child yeah, to yeah. live the best yeah. life possible. And I, I honestly absolutely. think, yeah. like me and Jay have had a lot of conversations since he moved down here, but I honestly think him watching me with Trey, like he's getting to see it from like an outside bubble. You know what I'm saying? Like he's getting to see. I'm like, yo, Jay, one day Trey is going to be 21 looking at me. Imagine how much I love him now. You see me with him every day. I got to hold him, read to him, kiss him, hug him, do all of this, wipe his butt, whole nine. Like imagine how much even stronger my love is going to be for him and how much more deep our relationship is going to be at 21. That's how your dad still look at you. So when you off in Miami, yeah, your dad worried about you. I don't care if you're 40. He's always going to be worried about you. He's always going to be worried about you. It never go away. So I think he he understood and he was like, man, you right. Like I saw a light bulb go off in his head. So um, yeah, shout out to Jalen, man. Yeah, and I think, see, I want to say this to the parents out there because I I come across a lot of parents who have anxieties and I'm going to be honest. I had my own anxieties until what C said. I know I no longer have anxieties with my children because the system that we mm-hmm. created. So the system gonna do what it's gonna mm-hmm. do. Like, don't don't think that Tom Brady don't ever throw interceptions. Right, right. Don't think that they don't ever have turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't think that they don't have three and outs. You know what I'm saying? Or they got burned. You know what I'm saying? Stuff happens. But what we're trying to tell you is. 
if you have a system, a winning system, it doesn't mean you're not going to take hits sometime. Mm. And I think that was my anxiety at some points was like, you don't never God, want him to you know, take he a might hit. end up doing this. Yeah, he might end up doing that. And God, like, he going to take a hit. It's football. The boy going to take a hit. He, he not going to pay attention at every route that he run. He is going to catch the ball. And sometimes he might run it back for a touchdown on special field. Uh, 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 what is it? Special uh, special team. And sometimes he might get his, his, his block knocked off. Your daughter, she a girl. She in college. Some little boy probably going to hurt her heart. It is what it is. But if you set up a system at the end of the day, the New England Patriots going to win. They may not win every single game. But when it's time to win a Super Bowl, they're going to win it. So I would just say, parents, let's focus on business owners, marriages, whatever. Don't get so caught up on the every single, like we coaches, don't get caught up on every single play. That's not what coaches do. They don't get caught up on every single play. They get caught up on the series. They get caught up on the system. And so I'm just saying to you, like, yo, I got my anxiety level is gone way down because I'm like, yo, I taught my kids well. They go make mistakes. Some things are going to happen. But at the end of the day, they grew up in the New England, the L.A. Lakers. You know what I'm just saying? I'm just, you know, New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox. They grew up in a phenomenal system. Two parent. And I'm not saying you got to be in two parent, but I'm just saying two parent. Diddy went to school. I went to school. We go to church. We're not perfect, but we try to do the right. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to do what's right. We try to raise our kids right. And so for those of you who have done the right thing, the principles will protect. The principles will create power. The principles will create impact. You just keep living by principle. You keep setting a strong, solid system, a strong foundation. And I'm telling you, you're going to keep, you're going to see win after win after win after win. And it's going to be a legacy. I promise you that. that. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's why he's the best in the world. Did you see how he just brought us full circle, Carl? I didn't know how we were going to get back to the system. Yeah, I promise oh, no, no, you. You playing? See, I had a definition here pulled up. I was like, crap, we off topic. I'm going to read the definition and pull us back. But no need for it no more. Yeah, full circle. No, hip-hop. Appreciate that. That's that, what, ladies and gentlemen, the hip-hop preacher. Douglas Thomas, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Can that be the nugget, though? No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't rob the people of their nugget. Especially if, uh, if we got to do what we got to do with the... I, 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 th- I thought today I'd bring y'all the negative comments. So, I did, you know, after that, we're going to need a nugget. Oh, thank we, you. You're going to need a nugget after that. But, man, listen, my shout out to our sponsor. Y'all heard Carl, <laughs> do y'all hear Carl on these intros reading these sponsor segments? I'm talking about Carl straight sound like the voiceover expert. So, shout out to Carl for that, man. Again, this episode is brought to you by Wells Financial Legacy. They remove slow payments, charge-offs, medical collections, repossessions, evictions, tacklings, bankruptcies, judgments, foreclosures, and many more. Call the representatives at Wells Financial Legacy. They're standing by to help you with a one-on-one appointment, all right? Take action and position yourself and your family for financial success at 1-800-339-8034. Again, that's Wells Financial Legacy, 1-800-339-8034. 8034. Listen, guys, get your credit right, please. Can you go get please, your credit right? Yeah. I'm just learning. And shout out to my mom, man, who was on the credit thing when I was young. She opened the credit card in my name when I turned 18. And she just started using it and paying it off and using it and paying it off. So by the time she actually gave me the card when I graduated from college, I started with like a 750 credit score. And so mm. um, I cannot tell you how important credit has been in my life. 
just when it's I went to buy cars. I mean, yeah, my interest rates, he'll yeah. tell you, I went in there with the swagger at, in, in my mid-20s when we bought the Escalade and yeah. straight told them what interest rate we were going to get on the car because I knew we had good credit. So for those of you out there who have bad credit, listen, get started now trying to fix that. Like, you really need to have that. You're going to end up, I never understood, I mean, like, it's like the rich get richer, right? If you got a low credit mm-hmm. score, you end up paying more. Chances are you had a low credit score because you were, you know, you did some irresponsible stuff. But I'm telling you, it's never too late to get back. So start building that financial um, credit back up. That way, you know, for real, for your houses, everything you do going forward, man, you're going to end up paying less and, um, you know, having a lot more options. So, again, we thank our sponsors over at Wells Financial Legacy. Mm -hmm. Give them a shot at 1-800-339-8034. And get your credit built back up. Thank you to them for being our sponsor of the day. All right, gentlemen. Are y'all sure y'all want to do it? Cue Taylor Swift. Cue Taylor. All right, let's get Taylor going. Are y'all sure y'all want to do this? It's been a great podcast. We talked about family. Do we have to do the negative feedback? I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. E, are you ready for this? Can you handle it? Can you handle this? Carl, are you sure? All right, Taylor. I don't think you can handle this. Hey, if you don't. Somebody cue a Destiny Child. Oh, hey, if you don't hear me, answer my battery died. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, Carl, yeah, Carl, battery died. Yeah, just let you know in advance. All right, Taylor, take us in. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> all right, Derek and Charlotte said, uh, I love E, but are we sure this guy has a PhD? I've heard this guy mispronounce <laughs> more words than I care to I- explain. This guy literally said salmon when referring to salmon. Yes, salmon with an L. S-A-L-M-E-N. <laughs> it's salmon, E. Keep up the great work, guys. All right, shout out to Derek for catching that. Uh, Victor in right. Jacksonville has one for Carl. He says, does anybody else mm. find it ironic that Carl's nickname is the sensation? I mean, this guy literally hasn't said one sensational word since the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. Hey, what was his name again? I'm going to have to email him real quick. <laughs> hey, he didn't leave an email. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. Logan in Miami said, E.T., C.J., and Carl have a pretty good podcast. You know, the only thing that would make it better if Carl and C.J. were not on it. No, no offense, fellas, but we're here for E. Shake it off. Uh, you gotta love it. Uh, hey, see, I see why you can't do this every week. <laughs> I'm talking about killing my self-esteem, bro. Hey, you said these are from our fans, bro. Right? Well, our supporters, well, hey, right? I don't know if they're fans or not. Uh, let's see. Hey, hey tell whoever my man was, I only had to spell the words right to get the PhD. I don't have to keep saying it right. Uh, yeah, I got, hey, tell me I got a PhD in one area. I, I did not get a PhD in spelling. Oh, uh, let's see. This, uh, I, I feel bad. This is a personal attack. And Jared in Houston, you're going to have to come see me. I, I don't mind you talking about the podcast, but now you're bringing personal attack. He said, hey, CJ, bought your children's book at the Houston conference, and it's excellent, by the way. However, I couldn't help but notice that in the book, your character has a hair. Dude, I just saw you in Houston. You're bald. Why the denial? <laughs> hey, that that because you get the hey. opportunity when you're hey. writing the book. You get the, hey. That's where it was when he first. Let walked, me tell you something. When Jared. he first had the idea for the book, that's where his hair was. <laughs> My man. Hey, Jerry, uh-huh. write your own damn book. You can give yourself as much hair as you want to. Let me, just for that. But I'm saying, see, 
Did you have hey. hair? Did it? Did you have hair? Did it look like that? I don't care if it did life? or not. The Absolutely. next book, I, I'm no. gonna have a Dr. J afro. <laughs> <laughs> However you want to do it. Once you pay your illustrator, oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, you can do it as well. So, oh man, mm-hmm. thank you for the negative feedback this week. Yeah, thank you. As uh, as always, man, it's appreciated. Uh, it's appreciated. Yeah, we thank can only you. do this like once a month, man, because this, you know, I see them oh, yeah. to read them out loud. Oh, man, my man that called out my hair. Lord have mercy. All right, cool. Well, um, let's transition into Ask ET, a more civilized segment of this podcast. Uh, uh, but always, so. But always a fan favorite. Wesley in Orlando said, ET, what is your biggest pet peeve about the speaking industry? Um, that people don't apply what, the, you know, the principles that they learn. See, it's the biggest piece, man. It's like, you know, people say they want it and then they get it and they don't use it. Hmm. You know, my biggest pet peeve is um, the snakes that are in this industry that end up giving people a bad name. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, those of you listening to the podcast know that, you know, we're real guys with real families and, you know, real folks, man. But I'll be be honest, man. We've been behind some closed doors and there's a lot of really snaky, sharky people out there, man, who trying to get over on folks, man, and take their money and, you know, don't really have good products and don't stand by the stuff they do and just looking to hustle for a dollar. And I think the thing that bothers me is when I see large, you know, groups of people following, you know, people I know that are not real and don't have their best interest at heart. I'd say that's my biggest pet peeve that, um, yeah, it's a lot of dishonest people in this industry, like any industry, right? I guess any industry, you know, there's always shady people. You can be in the car business. You can be, you know, in real estate. There's shady people everywhere you go. But I think that's my biggest pet peeve is we have some true-to-life uh, snakes in the grass when it comes to this industry. And a lot of times people don't always see the real, although you guys listening to this podcast obviously know that Man, you're dealing with the real around. deal. Um, here, yeah, just keep keep a lot of mothballs around. Yeah, no see, doubt. Keep a lot of mothballs around. Um, let's see, Sam in El Paso said, E.T., who do you consider to be your main rival, Tony Robbins? I don't, you know, I don't think, I don't know that we have, you know, in our space, I'm just being honest, I don't know that we have a rival. I, I don't, I think, while Tony Robbins is definitely one of the best that has ever done this, I think that our demographics, while we share maybe, you know, some other demographics, I think, uh, CJ, we have a total different demographic. I think when you look at the Zig Ziglar's of the world, the Les Browns, you know, the Tony Robbins, the, um, um, you know, the, the uh, what is it? Well, I'm trying to think of my man's name. Some of the other guys. Darren Hardy. Here, but I don't, yeah, Darren Hardy. What is the, what's my, what's our guy name that was with me internationally, Carl? Um, uh, man, give I can't me two seconds. Keep name, talking. I'll find yeah, Carl said he'll get the name. Um, but no, I don't think, um, I don't think that they're our rivals. See, I think we have a millennial group. I think that's our major focus. You know, um, schools, athletes. So I don't, I don't know that we have a rival, see, because I think we have a demographic or we are appealing to a demographic. Like we got mixtapes, like hip-hop mixtapes. We were just on Meek Mill stuff. We was on Fab, you know, stuff I heard. So um, Nick Vujicic. Yeah, Nick Vujicic, yep. You know, uh, which is a phenomenal. You see Carmelo scene, Anthony's think, Instagram. Somebody just sent Nikki sent me that this morning. Carmelo posted yeah, up our quotes yeah. on Instagram. Shout out to Melo. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. So, so, so for me, see, I, I think we have a whole different dem- demographic. So I'm not trying to make, I'm not trying to make some, something up. I'm just saying I just don't think I think we have a lane that we've created through our system that um, that we don't share. I think there are young people who are coming up. 
who feel enlightened and empowered by what we do, who are starting to get the attention of uh, our demographic. But I, I don't think some of the top speakers in this country are uh, meeting the needs, the specific needs of the people that, that we're um, uh, needs that we're meeting right now. So no rivals. I don't think so. I could be wrong, but yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I would, I, I'd beg to differ, but I'll hold my opinion for another time. Okay. I'll exercise my inner flamingo and just go dark on this. Inner, inner. Um, let's see. <laughs> one more. Let's see. Charlene and Lexington. This is a good question. If you could change one thing about each other, what would it be? We already did the negative feedback. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm, I, 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 I want Carl and C to be a little bit more I love flamingo. You just the business. way you are. <laughs> Don't go changing. <laughs> no, let me stop. Uh, there are some things I would change about y'all for sure. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, e, if I could change one thing about E, oh man, it's so hard because everything E's not made him, everything he is. Um, Right. That's right. the hard yeah. problem. I'm saying, That's like, a song. Yeah, if he can focus, yeah. dog, on it for yeah, no, a second. No, no. I would then, say, yeah, I, if I could change one thing, it would be that he would not be so forgetful. Um, just because every time we leave a restaurant, we got to run back and get his wallet, keys, car, something. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, so that takes a lot of time. But you can go get it, though. That's not that hard. But, but no, seriously, the things, the, the biggest things I think, you know, just from my perspective, he had to work on. He's worked on so much. He never used to, like, to deal mm-hmm. with confrontation. And as a leader, it's just impossible to get through life without dealing yeah, with, with confrontation. And so that's one of the things that um, I think he has worked on big time. And not that he's a confrontational person, but he just understands that in leadership, you're gonna have to have some uncomfortable conversations. You're gonna have to tell people some uncomfortable things. And I think he's done that. But um, yeah, so I, I think that would be it. And he kind of has worked on that. And then the thing, Carl, if I change anything about Carl, it would just, and Carl is, coming down that lane again, similar to E, that just the confidence factor with Carl, the ownership, you know what I'm saying? Like Carl, you know, even for the longest time, still it was hard for him to transition out of that, you know, seeing E so dominant. And I think he'll tell you, this podcast has been big for him. Um, I think Carl, we actually talked about that, what, a couple a month ago or so, when you were like, yo, the podcast has really been, you know, big for me, just allowing me to talk through these stories and see how much of an instrumental part I've been. And I think, you know, Carl coming into, the, into that ownership and starting to make decisions without consulting and, you know, just taking the reins and running with it has been huge. Mm. So for E, I just need him to include my shoe size when he going to get No doubt. And Carl, not that hard. He 11, so. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's, a, that's an awesome question. I'm still trying to think through, see, I'll be honest. I'm still trying to think because and we talk about the animals again. My animal is the one that adjusts the most, the chameleon. So I've adjusted, adjusted and gotten used to as like I accept it as normal and almost like it now because I'm used to it. You know what I'm saying? But the, the man, yeah, the, the things that the things that he, that both of y'all do for me is in terms of that, that just, just, just that push. And while it's the thing that you would want to, you know, like kind of rebuttal and kind of run away from, that's the thing that 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 increases who I am. That's the thing that pulls more out of me. Yeah, but yeah, it's like you said, though, it's not comfortable at times. But it's you're right. It's uncomfortable. Yes. There are times, you like know, there's stuff the I cage. gotta do. CJ's like, nope, that's your department. You gotta deal with it. Somebody did something crazy. You gotta call them. You gotta chew them out. You gotta fire them if you have to. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I gotta, ooh. 
oh, okay. All right, and I'm not, I'm not going to tell, see, no, nah, I can't do that. Like, I'm going to just literally figure out how I'm going to get it done because, like, that's just, you know what I'm saying, the nature of it. But honestly, like, they push, and that's something that I, I guess, like, you know, twofold. Like, would want to change a little bit to be more comfortable, but, you know, the more mature person is like, no, nah, that's the thing that I probably respect the most now because it's pulling the most out of me and then doing the most for us all collectively. So I'm sorry, I ain't got no sensational answer for you on oh, that. Oh Lord, we no, got nobody wants to say nothing about don't the, the, the right. nobody wants to say nothing about the gorilla in the room, huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not the elephant in the room; it's the gorilla in the room. You wish I was oh, a little kinder and gentler, okay? Just say it. No, no, no. I, I, I'm gonna say this, guys. For for both of them, I wish they were more flamingo. Um, <laughs> no doubt. I wish that CJ would come to meetings. <laughs> Are you sure? That means. You come as a flamingo, you mean? No, 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 no. That he would, because if he was more flamingo, he'd be at the at meeting. At the meetings, right, 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 yeah, right, right. I, he would be at the meeting. You know what I'm saying? I wish C could come to more staff um, meetings, <laughs> and uh, I wish Carl was more colorful. I wish Carl <laughs> would, uh, was more flamingo. No, for real. I, I, and, and and that's why when C said what he said, you know, we tease, but we know that that you have to be cautious about you know, what you want in somebody to change because for real, that is what makes us, you know, what mm -hmm. we are. And I just always think everything should be more flamingo. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just a nature. <laughs> well, it goes back am, to what we know? talked about but at we, the top of the podcast and wanting to be surrounded with, you know, like-minded people. And I yeah, think that's like a problem you, just yeah. in the world in general. Like people don't spend enough time with yeah. people who yeah, look yeah. different than them, think different than them. And we end up with these narrow-minded yeah. opinions of the world. It's like, if you surround yourself and everybody got the same opinion on everything, how are you supposed to grow, man? Hey, so can we make sure when we come back next week, though, I did have three more, and I want to, if we can, finish those three uh, I'll when, think we, when about we come it. back. I'll think about it. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm I wish he could be more flamingo, y'all. <laughs> oh, man, all right. Because when he says as a gorilla, he'll think about it. it means that no. really means he's not thinking Shut about up. it. You have a better chance of talking me into it, because I think the next podcast we're going to do will be together in Miami. So. I might be, the sun, oh, the, the is, sun yeah. might have me feeling good there with poolside doing this podcast. And I might be able to show him all of the uh, texts I sent him that he didn't know what that was talking about. I might be able to physically show I him. Hey, I, I didn't know like what you meant about uh, my podcast alert. I wasn't sure. It wasn't clear enough. I, was, I, I missed the staff meetings. I wasn't, I wasn't informed on, on what that meant. Uh, real so, so I know Carl's got to get out of here, but can we go with the... Can we go with what you would change? Because I, I think the problem is too many people want to change somebody else. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Too many people want to change others. And the reason why I'm always on the UOU is just because I feel like you have more control over you than you have over anybody else. So right, if there was right, one right, thing, right. we each could change I, ourselves. I promise you, about to me, ourselves. that's easier. I, I don't know if because it's where we are, but here's the funny part. The stuff that I would change is the stuff that y'all pushing me to change. I'll be more, I'll be more direct. I'll be more colorful. I'll be more. You see what I'm saying? Just like I could see the benefits of adding those things to my character. Like I'd be more decisive. It all like that's a big one for me. My confidence would be and charge the pastor. Huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> back then, when Carl was like, "Look, you want to wait? Who's play? having his 50th year anniversary? I didn't tell Carl, but his." They're having their 50th oh, year maybe Carl can go tape it in charge. Oh, I got to go do a video for I got to go do a video Yeah, this is Carl's time to and make they're pulling up my past, y'all. They're pulling up my dirty past. First, they tell me to be more dominant, get more aggressive, and when I yeah. do it. Just not the clergy. They clown me. They charge nobody for six years and then charge the man who saved E's life. 
I was like, unbelievable, <laughs> bro. We wouldn't have a job if it wasn't no, for Hey, Carl said he didn't get the instruction book. Yeah, yeah. y'all didn't tell me how to do it. Y'all just told yeah. me to be more aggressive. My man so came to get the footage. Carl came to the door and the wife beater was like, that'd be 300. Oh, man. <laughs> unbelievable. Um, yeah, uh, okay, oh. real quick. September, I'm mean, gonna no. Let me start, let me try to do it in chronological order. <laughs> Trying to We're get away. We're in Miami uh, this weekend. I'm oh. pumped, man. I'm bringing my whole family, man. Got Trey and Avery coming. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. So shout out to everybody who's coming to Miami. Uh, we still got some tickets left. If you still want to, you know, join us, man, go to etinspires.com slash events. Uh, go check out the new website anyway, man. We got a beautiful new website that just looks incredible. Carl did a, an amazing job on that. So shout out to him and his team for getting that website done. But go check us out. We'll be in Miami for the marriage conference uh, this weekend. And then um, actually, we have a new event. Why don't you tell our people about the new event that you kind of yeah, you, you wanted to do? Man, the 24th. Yep. When is it? <laughs> yeah, see, 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 he snuck it in. I heard it. He snuck no, it in. No, I'm just there. saying it was your, it was your you baby. To do. <laughs> you didn't say that your baby. That's not no, what you said. That's what I meant, yeah, man. Yeah, you see, that's one of the downfalls of being the gorillas. Everything is taken as a slight and a jab. I was actually just saying. Tell me what you said. What you no, said. No. When he said Miami, he's like, we'll be in Miami. Absolutely. And the one in Detroit E that you wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? The one that you wanted to do. So real quick, guys, you know, we always looking for the gaps. You know, and one of the things that people have shared with us is like, yo, E, the marriage boy, y'all do a phenomenal job and you give me instructions and, you know, tools. I didn't grow up, you know, in the perfect family or I didn't grow up, you know, with, a, with a, like looking at a marriage, you know, or my father was abusive, my mother wasn't whatever. Great job. You know, even with the stay ready, you know, the, the personal development type pieces and you know, all of that, we love it. But it was like, yo, you guys have literally created a business. You know what I'm saying? You guys haven't talked about if I'm not selling, you know, one of the network marketing brands, if I'm not doing real estate, if I'm not doing insurance, if I'm not selling cars, like, yo, is there a space for me? And um, we like, absolutely. We never sold none of that. Like, we didn't get here doing that. We found our product is us. Sees brilliance, you know, uh, Carl's technical skills, you know, my speaking ability, like, we took what was in us and turned that into, you know, a business. And so I, I talked to a good friend of mine, Myron uh, Edmonds, and Myron was like, yo, E, man, look, I, I know I'm phenomenal. I'm doing my thing, but I, I think there's still room to grow. And I was like, yo, Myron, you know, I got you, bro. So I really put this together for Myron and was just like, all right, Myron, what I'll do is rent out a hotel in Detroit and whoever else comes, you know, what I'm saying it'll be, you know, those individuals. So we're doing a small C. Only 99 people are invited. Uh, the hundredth, of course, is Myron, you know, so only 99 people are invited. I'm not trying to, you know, do no ma major conference with this, but we're literally going to show people how to take themselves and create a six figure income or a seven figure income, however hard they're willing to work. And so there are eight P's that we're going to give out, you know, so I uh, look forward to everybody who's an entrepreneur. You got an idea or something you're having a hard time executing on that idea. We're going to walk you through the eight P's that we use to get from you know, working at Michigan State University, being one of the top uh, influential, um, you know, public speaking firms or consulting firms in the country. So in, in, in a nutshell, see, we're just going to walk you through our, our journey together as businessmen. Yeah, no doubt. I'm excited about that. And what, give me the date on that again.
August 24th, Detroit, Michigan. Mm, all right, yeah, a couple of days before the big fight. I'm excited about that fight. Anybody else excited? Y'all don't watch boxing. Oh, man. I, I'm not, no, I don't, I'm not, I'm a heavyweight. I'm upset and excited simultaneously. I'm upset at the concept, but it's definitely going to oh, be must see TV. sweet entertainment, entertainment, for sure. I never, yeah. I don't think there's any, can you give me any fight, maybe Pacquiao, I don't know if there's any fight that they fought that was as, that, that lived good, up, that was like sensational. That. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's no. real. I don't know. See, I, I just, I don't remember. I think Pacquiao might have been. I don't know if there was any Pacquiao other one. Pacquiao wasn't really a great, that like, was a that terrible okay, yeah, so. yeah, not that at all. Terrible. Okay, yeah. so I just know that they hyped all this stuff up. Oh, I've never really watched him. Like all said, Much respect, you know, 50 and 0, I believe he is. Much respect for that. Yeah. Much respect also for the fact that while I grew up watching heavyweight and I'm used to, you know, seeing Ali and Spinks and, you know, um, a, a little lower weight, marvelous, you know, Hagler and Roberto Duran, Sugar yeah. Ray, you know, that whole nine era. So I'm not really against the running, but I do respect a man who could have a career and not get hit upside his head, you know mm. what I'm saying, and, and, and go through all those concussions, if you will. So much respect is just that, unfortunately, I come up in a different era. In the era of the halfback. In the era of the halfback. Yeah, the halfback here. Come from the halfback here. The I formation. Yeah, the I formation. Oh, man, Douglas. I love the age difference in this podcast. Get a little something for everybody. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? We we, we got a little something for everybody flavor. So, um, yes, and then September 2nd, man, stay ready. Man, that's just going to be a movie, man. Y'all need to be in the building for that, man. The guys are super pumped about that. I believe we have a webinar. Those are cribs. Huh? Yeah, we're in here. Uh, uh, Ken looking at cribs. Praise God. Ken in here looking at houses Uh-oh. to put the baby Uh-oh. in. I love it. Uh, Ken, we did make the announcement. Yeah, we did, Ken. Sorry about that. I know you the, wanted to break the, the news about your baby gender to the world, but he took it upon himself to no. make that decision for you. Uh, well, he never wrote a podcast, so what was I to do? <laughs> That's the flamingo in me. It's the flamingo. No doubt. I want everybody to start, hey, I want everybody to start sending uh, baby shower gifts right now. Yeah, no doubt. Love yeah, He's uh, showing me the home. Beautiful And home. I still have a one-year-old that wants to send yes. something to me, too, some diapers. Oh, uh, let me tell y'all <laughs> something, man. I was so hurt the other day. I don't know. Uh, Carl, and E, you probably back in the day at a halfback, y'all didn't have diapers. Y'all only had the cloth ones. Y'all probably didn't have a real. Oh, yeah, my sister, yeah, we did. And uh, we had companies that would come yeah. and pick them up. So you you use them and the companies yeah. would come. You're absolutely yeah. right. So, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This is, new, this is the new era problems. Uh, Carl, have you ever no, washed, right. a no, Bruh, washed a diaper? No. Bruh, I accidentally washed a diaper in the washing machine. Like, we came home. You know, oh. we was gone for a month. So we came home. I tossed the, you know how you just grab a whole handful. You're like, I'm not even about to sort these joints. I just picked up a whole bunch of dirty clothes and threw them in the washing machine. And bruh, I went and opened that machine. How about it's gel everywhere? Did you know it was gel in the diaper? I, I figured because you could, when you feel it, when it's wet, you could feel the little I just thought it was soft cotton. It was some kind of gel stuff. No, uh-uh. I knew it was some I'm kind of I'm talking about it looked wow, like, like a, a doggone a can of jelly exploded in the washing machine. Wow. I was like, yo. I spent like an hour the other day cleaning out the washing machine. It was a nightmare. Wow. So that's just uh, a little uh, a side note for anybody out there with kids. Be careful you don't wash a diaper uh, and with your clothes because, I mean, I, I just tore it. My clothes got so much lint and gel on them, it was ridiculous. But, um, you know, <laughs> thanks to Dr. Google, I wasn't the first person who did it. So I was able to go and remedy the situation, but uh, it was a nightmare. Mm. So anyway, um, 
Any, any other announcements, guys? Anything else? No, I just want to know, do I have to say salmon now? Like, do I have to say that? Because my man, you know what I'm saying? Do I, I just think say all fish. of our salmon. Right. I just said, fish. do I have to say salmon? I just want to know, do I have to say salmon what, now? How do you say it? Say how you would say it before. with an L. Salmon with an L. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do I have to correct it now? Because he corrected me. What's the other word? Um, humble. Yeah, humble. Do you eat <laughs> your salmon with saying, a knife? If somebody, I'm just saying, see, if you say it publicly, do we have to make the correction because it was said publicly? Well, I mean, I think so, at, at so, the end of the day, you know, it's on you. To, however you want to accept the negative uh, feedback is, is on you. I'm just asking. I know you have a reason for why you do it, or they have a reason for why they're listening. And so I don't want to piss my man up. Yeah, I just had salmon and rice today, and he over there cringing, about to lose his mind and questioning my PhD. Well, he don't have to worry about you saying that anymore because you went full-time vegan. Oh, you know what, oh, though? There it is. There I it had is, to say see. this, though. See, I forgot to tell you this. Um, and I'm talking to my cousin now because she's trying to see if there's a, an alternative. But it's, it's healthy for Didi to eat it because what happens with the, um, what do you call that again, Carl? I always get it confused. Myelin sheath. Myelin sheath is that that fatty tissue or that oil that's in fish actually helps to regenerate and recode it. But Didi is trying her hardest to find, you know, people say all the time, you can get it in this or you can get it in that. But that is the more, I don't want to say natural. Yeah, I, could, I guess I could say natural. I don't know that drinking liquid is the, the natural way of taking a pill is necessarily any more natural than eating fish. But our cousin, of course, who is our, um, you know, who does all our, our, our meals for us was like, she don't got to eat fish. You know, she's, I mean, she vegan, vegan. She, she don't got to get fish. She could get it in this and this and that. So I, I did want to make that correction. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm not necessarily into fish like that. I'm going to be real. But until we find a substitute at least once a week, Didi does eat it so that she can, um, you know what I'm saying? She gets that. I don't know what it is. Don't, I hate to say it because then somebody's going to correct me. Omega-3 um, fishy oil or omega, I don't know. See, I'm just saying omega-3 and they'll correct uh, us next week. Get, so <laughs> next negative feedback. This guy doesn't even know it's omega-3. <laughs> <laughs> How is she a PhD? I'm like, bro, what does that have to do with the PhD? <laughs> yeah. I guess you're supposed to know everything. everything. Huh? Hey, the yeah. negative feedback segment will be in full effect. We'll do it again. Don't worry. I know everybody want to hear oh, it. Oh, trust bashed. me, they coming. Yeah, hey, hey, trust me, and it's coming. Oh, it's definitely coming. It's coming. Now, and you know, here go the bad part. I thought about not doing it because now everybody's going to be cute and try to send in their negative feedback. But listen. If you're going to send negative, I'm not mad, but at least go to iTunes and leave us a positive review. I checked please, it out. Please. I think we were at number 12, Carl. I think we were number 12, mm. which means that y'all let an 11 podcast stun on us and be on mm. our head. So if you love us and you want to see us get to number one, go leave us a review. Tell a friend to listen. Send it to a friend. Share it. You can share podcasts, you know. Go to your wherever you listen to it. Hit the little forward button and send it to your whole uh, phone book. Trust me, they'll love you for that. Do it in the group text so that everybody's texting each other for the next six months. <laughs> Trust me, they'll love you for it. Yes, sir. Um, with that being said, y'all, we need to get out of here, get some work done. I'm looking forward to seeing y'all in Miami. What, y'all can come in what, Friday? Yep, yep, so I'll see yep. y'all on Friday. Maybe we can do a, uh, a special live edition of the podcast at some point, or I don't know. Hey, well, not can, Friday, can we do it on we the beach? late, so we'll have to do it Saturday. You're going Thursday, don't we, you? Uh, can we do it on the beach, or is it going to get sand? Yeah, no, we can do it on the beach, see. Is the equipment sand That's pool? all right. I'll, we'll uh, clean we it out. Okay, cool. Well, we'll just have a little breeze whipping through there, but we're going to be uh, in Miami this weekend, so to everybody coming to Miami. Hey, and then we take right off. 
and head to Barbados. Ooh, on, so I'm man. geeked about yeah. that. We take right off, right off. We've been promising Carl we were going to walk the For same streets years that he now. walked, the mean streets of Barbados. And uh, we're about to finally get to walk well, those Unfortunately, mean I didn't get invited, so I won't be there. But uh, <laughs> uh, well, next time. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> we get you. Hey, we're going to spy it out first and make yeah, sure it's yeah, right. Make sure you. it's You're the gorilla now. It's gorilla friendly. for you, no, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm, there's enough no, bananas in that subject. Joint. Don't even bring it up. I'm still salty. <laughs> so uh, the, just, just, let's just focus on Miami. Could we please? The gorilla to gorilla. I think the gorilla, that, this, that was a, mem- uh, a vanilla and manila. Oh, I'm talking about manila. Um, all right, yeah. Well, now that y'all done brought my mood back down, I was feeling back positive after the <laughs> negative feedback, but now I'm back down. So, E, hit us with a nugget of the day so we can get out of here and get busy. Yeah, guys, I know Carl talked about being pushed, and we, we definitely, you know, you, you listen to me enough, you will feel like, man, E, you pushing. Right. But remember, it's not about perfect. Right. But it is about perfect effort. All right. I'm going to say it again. It's not about being perfect. You will probably and I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent. You will probably never reach perfection. Right. So it's not about perfection, but it is about perfect effort. All right. And when you bring that effort every single day, listen to me, every single week, every single month, when you bring that type of effort every single year, yeah, that's when transformation happened. That's when magic happened. That's when you start to see yourself execute and things that were never real become real. So again, it's not about being perfect. Nope, nope, but it is about perfect effort. And remember, when you bring that type of effort, perfect effort every single day, yeah, that's when things change. That's when things happen. Are you hearing me? That's when the phenomenal you, the phenomenal life occurs. And I'm going to keep it 100. That's when you are able to have and be and do everything you ever wanted to do. So do not, for real, do, do yourself a favor. Do not get in environments where you're not being pushed. Do not be around people who are not pushing you. Look, again, we're not asking you to be perfect, but look, you got to strive for it, all right? And remember, so listen to me. If you do that, man, whoo. Man, if you do that, man, life is going to be everything you dreamed it was going to be. It's not going to be easy, but you could get it done. So it's your boy E.T. saying, please, please make the rest of your life the best of your life with no excuses, just adjust. Appreciate that nugget of the day, E. Shout out to our sponsor this week, Wells Financial Legacy for the love. Go leave us that review on iTunes. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all.